Yeah, thanks for having me, Tim. Uh, let me ask the question this way. Scale of 1 to 10, having seen the map adopted by the House, and we'll talk about the House map specifically here. Scale of 1 to 10. Uh, 1 is you're fine with it. Uh, 10, you're mad as hell and not going to take it anymore. Uh, where are you on that scale uh, in terms of your satisfaction, dissatisfaction with the map as drawn by House Republicans? Well, you know, Tim, as I've stated before, I feel like it's a travesty that uh, elected officials draw their own maps, and I feel that it should be drawn by an independent uh, commission. Um, it could be appointed, could be a mix of Democrats and Republicans. Um, certainly, I did not participate in the process in any way because I feel like that would be duplicitous and hypocritical. I think that, um, I mean, short answer has got to be a 10 on that one you know i want an independent group uh from the political um realm to draw these maps where the districts are congruent athens was divided up into you know we have enough space for two democrats to uh, represent athens in the house and um we actually were added a fourth member who is a Republican from the East. And I just don't feel like that represents Athens the way that most of Athens feels like it needs to be represented. And we can talk about, and we will talk about the maps as specifically drawn. I want to circle back to your point, though, because others have said this over the years. There have been Republicans who said it when it was Democrats who were drawing the maps, uh, that we ought to have some independent commission do this. Just logistically, what would have to happen uh, for that to happen, for some committee to be formed? And are there other states in which it is done that way? There are a handful of other states um, that do that, and logistically what would have to happen is, I mean, ultimately the, the party who is in power will have to fall on their swords for good government. And I'm not saying that the Democrats are not guilty of this as well. I think that the Democrats did a a horrible job of trying to draw their own maps. I believe it was in 2002, maybe. I can't remember exactly the, the time that they were overturned by the courts. Um, they looked like a pile of spaghetti. Hmm. And so it's very difficult for whoever's in charge to seek control of that um, power. And I absolutely understand that. And it's going to take a huge political will to be able to do that. And I'm not just saying that because I am in the minority. I'm saying that because I always strive for the best government possible, and I think that's the way to achieve it. Uh, State Rep. Spencer Fry, you mentioned a, a, a fourth house district encroaching into Athens from the east. Let's talk about uh, your district, or uh, the voters' district, the district you represent. Uh, what specifically happens to it, and does it in any way impact any plans you might have about election, re-election next year? So specifically, my district that I represent changed from House District 118. Now, let me clarify. Those maps just passed the House. They right. have to go through the Senate and get signed by the governor. Right. So it's not set in stone, but it's closer to being stone than anything we've had right now. Um, it The number changed from 118 to 122. Um I, the district shrunk from the east in order to incorporate that fourth delegation member. And I believe it went more 
order to um, it picked up a couple of precincts down in five points and near UGA. Um, so the line is no longer separated at the downtown and the arch. It goes on to campus and below the stadium. Um, but I haven't totally looked at it 100% uh, to look to tell exactly what's going on. But I will be running for that seat. House District 122, I will qualify uh, sometime in March, I believe, will be the qualifying. And if the voters will have me, I'll be happy to stay and keep representing Athens in the General Assembly as the only Democrat in the delegation. Uh, quickly, and what happens next, and I suppose you get on to this next week, the congressional redistricting, 14 district lines that will be redrawn. Now, what do you anticipate there? Well, I believe the fight, the, the true uh, time it will take to get these maps done will be in the congressional district the redistricting. I think it's going to be a, uh, obviously there's, what is it, a, a eight to six Republican majority, I think they're going to try to shore up a couple of folks and maybe make it nine to seven. But uh, certainly, Tim, I am not in privy to those exact strategies and conversations, so I can only speculate at this time. But um, I'm hoping that we can get everything done and signed by the governor and out by uh, Thanksgiving. But quickly ask a completely different subject here. Uh, Spencer Fry, State Rep. Spencer Fry. Folks, I think, know he has a day job. I did Director of Habitat for Humanity in Athens. That keeps him plenty busy. I want to talk a couple of things quickly. One is the Restore, the Habitat Restore out there on Atlanta Highway. We're hearing so much about supply chain issues and all that stuff sitting on all those ships and they can't get truck drivers and we're finding empty store shelves and all the rest of it. I'm thinking that a place like the Habitat Restore might actually be in a position to capitalize on some of this. I, I need furniture. I can come find it there if I can't find it at the furniture store because it's on a cargo ship someplace. Yeah, that's a great question, Tim, and I appreciate that. Um, one of the, the things during the pandemic when we were able to reopen safely is um, everyone, we were caught up in the remodeling phase, for, uh, phase of everybody. Everybody spent a lot of time at their house. And not only did they say, hey, I might need an extra room, but they also said, hey, I want to remodel my living room or my bedroom. And we received uh, incredible amounts of donations for the past 12 months, and we really appreciate that. Um, with the supply chain, we have seen our our donations uh, slightly dip in the idea that people are unable to necessarily get the items that they need to do the remodel. So we're still plugging along. Um, still being able to repurpose the donations from Athens and the surrounding areas into um, cost-manageable housing. Um, but it's uh, it's really not affecting us too much except for a slight dip right now. And in terms of getting those habitat homes built uh, and, and the supply chain issues hitting you, I, I assume so, hitting every other builder, what about y'all? Well, certainly the, you know, the uh, lumber prices were skyrocketed for a little while earlier this year, and I was appointed to a, um, a committee to explore the high-cost building materials, and I'd like to say that the Speaker appointed that committee on uh, May 20th and May 28th. Lumber, lumber prices started tumbling, and um, hopefully we'll get them back down overall. Once the supply chain gets back together, we can all move forward, but I had just finished... Um, 
framing two homes when the pandemic hit. And so luckily I used most of my wood um, at a low, well, was able to buy most of my wood at a lower rate. Um, and then we're actually building a concrete home. So concrete prices have not been uh, too terribly affected and that'll give us some savings. And then a lot of our homes we're doing right now are remodels. We're flipping a couple of homes, actually have about four on the docket. Um, and we're finishing up a couple projects like a partnership with uh, Lydia's Place, which is a quadruplex mm-hmm. for foster kids who age out of the foster system and don't have support. And they're actually going to college, and some of them wind up homeless. Um, and this will give them a place to live. We're doing some landscaping on the, at that site tomorrow. I'll be out there myself. And um, a couple of other projects like that, just really plugging the holes where they need to be plugged and uh, being in, as innovative as we can. And finally, quickly, let you go on this one, State Rep. Spencer. A, a listener hit me up on Twitter like just now, and he asked this. Uh, says, ask Spencer if he still plays music locally. <laughs> oh, man, thank you for whoever that was. I didn't know my mom was on Twitter. Um, <laughs> you know, I feel like so. I, I play. I've played every two years for the past four years out in Winterville with Mayor Dodd Farrell mm-hmm. at the um, opening of their Front Porch Festival in the spring. Um, I'm still writing and playing music, and I feel like I have written um, one of the best songs I've ever written here recently, and it's about a um, African American community. Uh, out Jefferson Road in Oconee Heights, and the uh, song's called Rabbit Eye, about a, a man called, named uh, Zenas Dias. And I met some of the elders of that community and was able to hear some of those stories, and they were just so moving. Uh, I was able to write the song in about, I don't know, 15 minutes, and wow. the words and the music came wow. out to me. And so, absolutely, I'm playing out. And um, so, I don't know, maybe look at the front porch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> bookstore lineup yeah. one time whenever it starts again maybe in um in the spring huh. maybe i'll be out again i appreciate that question state rep spencer fry appreciate your time this morning yeah thanks a lot tim stay safe